I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. If it's anyone's fault, it's Kraloff. No, I'm the Deacon's favorite, though. I'm going to show you guys. I don't think he even tries. Should I talk to him? I don't care. We can join the Order of Wrong. And then they'll speak the truth. Oh, that's true. Making up names. We're not here for it. Don't worry, guys. I'll look for traps. Call us what you may. Stupid firing an arrow. Yeah, maybe you fell into our trap. I'll be, I'll be right back. You set me on fire. Hey, Baljaw, head back to your order. That would be a natural 20. Whoa! Whoa! Nicely On done. On the die nice. that I had in my little inspiration. Aw, thanks, That's Merlin. That's sick.
Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 138, Nobody's Fool. MVP this week is Key, one of our great old ones tier Patreon supporters and who's been live blogging their listen through of the show. Thank you so much for all of your support and for hanging out with us, Key. The Silt Verses is a horror fantasy serial drama in which Carpenter and Faulkner, two worshippers of an outlawed god, travel up the length of their deity's great black river, searching for holy revelations. It's a show with brilliant concepts, amazing voice acting, and perfectly terrifying episodes that will linger with you well after you've finished. Check it out today at thesiltverses.com and enjoy the horror. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Say what you will about the Nightstone 4. It cannot be overstated how much these guys love a good old-fashioned side quest. They find themselves in the high forest, having met their first Firbolg, a sympathetic creature who has reluctantly spilled the beans about the mysterious order he belongs to, and the rite he's undergoing as a means of passage into the next level of membership in that order. Though it seems he's at a crossroads and must make a decision about the path his future will take. The Firbolg turns to you and says, Do you guys mind if I sleep here? I've been sleeping in a tree and it sucks. Look, I don't want you to sleep with us for many reasons. Um, But here's a great reason that I'm going to give you, because I think it makes sense right now. If you do end up wanting to be part of the Order, tricking us or not, staying in a comfortable hut wouldn't really be the best way to do it. Just go sleep in a tree. Don't you live in the High Forest? Well, like in a house, though. Yeah. You want me to build a house today? I want you to do what your order is, is asking you to do if you think you want to be a part of them. I don't well, think I'm... you get to do, get to half-ass it if you don't want to be a part he of them. He looks regretfully at like your comfortable, yeah. cushy bed rolls. And he's well, like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, if they're like, go out there and camp for 10 days, you know, unfairness aside, you still got to do it for 10 days. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it really depends on, on the specific wording of the trial with which you have undertaken. You know, I, I think if 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 part of the like con artist ethos of the Lyrans is to like find the little loopholes, that's one thing. And at which point, put your mind to finding the loopholes, friend, because you might as well. But yeah, but it's not working on me, so no. <laughs> Look, I don't care if you want to stay in the in the hut, and Jack's okay with it. That's fine. It's not the end of the world. I think you're a nice gentleman. I don't trust you because. The nature of your order is not to trust, and frankly, it just would be a bad way for me to go with a knife in my gullet in the middle of the night. I don't want my story to end here. So my say is no, but there's four of us here, and who knows? And he looks around, and you see him again struck by a realization. I mean, the fact that I'm even in here talking with you means that even if the order doesn't find out, I'm the worst candidate probably ever. I... I I'm, I trusted you. I'm here in your tiny hut. I'm asking you to sleep next to you. Well, that's why I'm saying no. And I, I mean, I guess that's that that really speaks to it is if if you feel like you trusted us, you're the only one to know that. Maybe that's self-selection right there. Maybe. Or if you want, we could dupe you and you could just go back to them hat in hand and say you got tricked. Maybe they'll respect that. <laughs> This is so hard. Life's hard, man. I feel you. I know what got a second chance is. Just speak to a cleric out there. I'm sure they could point in a direction. Wait, what do you mean? Cra- uh, 
a Kriloff might try to convert him. I don't know. Let's. <laughs> Should I talk to him? <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> Look, you got two paths. You got sticking with the order or you got going your own path. And I think before you do anything, you need to decide which of those is most appealing to you. And Red stands up. And take a second in here if you want. I don't think there's anything of value. It's just a dome right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, that being said, you won't be alone because if I leave, then then the dome goes away. So, Oh, right, right, right. Well, Jack will hang out in here with you. I'm going to go get some air. But think it over. There's no wrong answer. Just do what your heart tells you. And Red leaves it. Oh, are you Red? So, I was just telling Kraloth about my journey here. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> but how did it go with the, um, the giant guy? Good. I think he's at a bit of a crossroads. He, he's part of an order that demands trick... You know what? It doesn't really matter. Red realizes that him spilling everything might be the opposite. <laughs> he he tricked us, I think. I think he might be tricking us, but I wouldn't mm. know because he's so good. <laughs> oh, tricky tricksters, eh? Oh. And Red sits down by the fire. Well, you mm-hmm. know what mm-hmm. I always say? What we as blacksmiths always say? Mm. You know, someone can trick you until you hold a hot iron against their ass, and then they'll speak the truth. <laughs> You've literally never said that. No, Doran. Well, and I also, mean, I've never seen you blacksmith for all the time you talk about being one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mostly just go into blacksmith shops and kind of criticize Yell at them. <laughs> no, I, I, I show. You're kind of like a dad of blacksmithing, where you're like, don't like the way they do it, but don't do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's more. You it. know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys. You're gonna be embarrassed when you when you see my skills. I'm not, I'm not saying you're not a good blacksmith. I'm just saying... I don't doubt you. You know, the percentage in which you talk about being a blacksmith versus the percent that we've seen you be a blacksmith, it's vastly outweighed. <laughs> <laughs> Doran's grumbling to himself while poking the fire. Grum. A few minutes go by, and then Baldur emerges from Liaman's tiny hut, and he folds his hands behind his back, and he says... Red, I've been thinking a lot about what you and Jack were telling me, and I think I have to do this. I think even if the order isn't for me, I need to get, go through with this this right. Cool. Because it's important to me. I need to show myself that I'm capable. And I think the way that I'm going to do that is by breaking the rules. Mm. Sometimes you got to break the rules. He's like... I know it's not really strictly in the spirit of the right of progression for me to get assistance from lay people, but it occurs to me that that's probably the only way that I'm going to survive this challenge, and maybe that's the real trickery of it, right? No rules. If I can find a loophole, then I should exploit it, and that's maybe that's what the goddess truly wants. So, will you help me? I have no idea about half of what you're talking about. <laughs> what I mean to say is, if you guys know of any good traps that you can rig up in the forest with me, mm. or if you can help me find and dismantle some traps for the things he's got in store, I mean, I don't have any way to repay you right now, but if I ever can find a way, I promise I will. Give us a moment. And Red gestures everyone to go inside the hut. Yeah, I think we, we kind of follow in and circle around. You know, there's a few dwarven uh, traps you could try. There's like, obviously a pitfall or a per- particulus. It's come on, Doran. But that's that's more of a. I'll, I'll be I'll be right back. But, um, I've got other ideas for a trap if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> so Baljo wants us to help him either find or disable the traps. Look, on one hand, I don't really care. This is his 
passage if he wants us to help. It could be a fun way to kill an afternoon. We got nothing to do. On the other hand, I mean, if this guy is out here to perform some sort of test, he's not really succeeding. I mean, look, if we do this for him and then send him back to his people and they send him out to a mission and he can't do half the things that he's claimed to do, we're not really helping him, are we? We let him down from a trap. I think that's help enough. He should be fine on his own. Yeah. I think getting too deep into the the works of the Lyrans and and their cult rituals is maybe a little off purpose for us as the Nightstone 4, for lack of a better name. That being said, knowing that there is a cult of tricky people out in the woods, I'd sure feel better if we knew where they were around us before we went to bed. This might not be a safe place mm. to camp. I don't know, Red, if it if it's worth scouting around to see where the... That is a good point. You know, to see if there's anybody else here. That's a great point. And actually, I wouldn't mind hearing his side of the story, this tiefling, you know? From what he says, this isn't a villain. This is just another person who deserves, frankly, probably more so than our friend out there, a spot within this order. I mean... You know, he might reveal some information about this Furbolg that makes us very hesitant to deal with him anymore, let alone just offer a little bit more insight to the way the Order functions. Yeah, let's let's try to seek him out. And obviously be careful about traps as we move through the woods. Mm. So Red slaps his face down onto the ground heavily. <laughs> Ow! And then primeval awareness is a five-mile radius for humanoids. Great. A minute later, you detect the presence of one humanoid... About two miles away to the north. I think I got him. And Red exits. Uh, look, uh, Baljor, just stay here, okay? We're, uh, we forgot that we left some uh, stove on back where we came from. And Red continues to walk in the direction. A stove? Yeah. So we, we pack up camp in front of him. Roll deception. Oh, sure. Only a 13. He goes, uh, oh, oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, you check what you need to check. I'm going to make sure that uh, there's no more... Like rope traps around here? Yeah, you should check the perimeter. I'm going to secure it, and then when you guys come back, maybe we can talk about sleeping arrangements. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so when you come back, just so that I don't get spooked when you come back into the clearing, if you could, let's come up with like a call if you want. Like, um, mm. you guys can go like, hoo-hoo, and then I would, I'll know oh. not to trigger any of my traps because I might set up a trap here, like a just hawk. so you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Um, Jack snaps yeah. his fingers and a perfect imitation of that hoo hoo with a minor illusion, you know, just appears. What does that sound like, Rob? Hoo hoo. Hoo hoo. But, Very like, good. perfect. <laughs> Wait, perfect. That's not imitation. a hawk. That's, uh, that's, uh. What is that? It's a blue tipped kestrel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Like, that's a real bird. (laughs) (laughs) Dorn pulls out his axe. Making up names. Anyway, and Red uh, moves through the woods towards this tiefling, keeping a particularly close eye on the ground and the trees and the Mm -hmm. sky above to check for traps as we move. Mm -hmm. As you move through the woods, what is your marching order? I'll take lead because my passive investigation is 17 and my passive perception is 20. Red, you come upon a clearing as you're traveling north. With your passive perception, you detect that there is a glimmer of something from underneath the dried leaves that are lightly covered with snow in this clearing. Is it hope? <laughs> That's right, it's hope. Oh, we found it's a it. glimmer of hope. It's really all coming back <laughs> Alex, together. Alex, do you have inspiration? <laughs> no. 
inspiration. Oh, you found oh, the glimmer. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> um, I needed that. Red fires at it with an arrow. Ooh. Oof. Any special kind of arrow? Just a regular no, arrow? I'm not going to waste a special arrow. <laughs> special Your arrow finding. sinks into the ground. On the glimmer? Mm-hmm. Right on the glimmer. Weird. What did you think it was? I thought it was some sort of trap. Hmm. Kraloth, go check it out. Yeah, Kraloth <laughs> kind of chuckles and, and walks towards the shimmer. And I'm going to do a perception check. Sounds good. Around the area. Uh, 16. Okay. Kraloth, you head into this clearing. And as you walk onto these leaves, under which there is this glimmer, this shimmer... Your foot slips just a little bit. It seems like it's some kind of slippery substance. Mm. Just then, you hear a <laughs> coming from one of the trees. Make a dexterity saving throw. I don't want to. You have to. It's D and D. I'm making, making you do it. You, she's making you. You must. You have to. All right. If you don't, you lose. Um, that is a six. Oh, oh shit. You try to somersault out of the way, but you slide in this oil. I don't think he even tries to, no? to get out of the way. <laughs> I think he just like goes up in flames. And they're like, guys, it's a trap. I do Ow. love that the red is just like, hey, go ahead, trigger that trap. I love it too that Kriloth laughs. He's like, stupid firing an arrow. I'll do this. And then immediately <laughs> triggers the trap. You take eight points of fire damage, Kraloth, oh. and uh, as quickly as the blaze erupted, it subsides, leaving the clearing singed with ash. Mm. Red just walks up, grabs his arrow, continues moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> just, like, looks at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're welcome. That's great. And then, yeah, five seconds later, mm. six seconds later, you just I'm back regain all. Looks like there's Actually, a trap around fire here. damage, right? Oh, that's true. That is true. You don't regenerate right away. Oh. It yeah. takes you an extra six seconds. Oh, okay. whoa. I'll wait the full six 12. seconds extra. That's right. That's right. Doran's like, oh, there's traps around. <laughs> Doran, you focus on your wine. <laughs> As you're moving through the woods, you hear someone calling out, help, help me. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's part of a trap. That sounds very trappy. Hey, Doran's getting it. Good job, Doran. Yeah. High five. Well, you want to shoot an arrow at it this time? Yeah, I will. Do you move towards the sound? Yeah, probably slowly. Again, looking around still. Do you do it stealthily or not? Yeah, I'll stealth forward. Okay. Roll a stealth check. 26. Okay. Stealthily, stealthily, you creep forward until you see the figure of a small girl. She's looking around the forest with fear in her eyes, clutching a teddy bear. What the hell? Is there someone there? What are you doing out here? No. I'm not even nearby. Sorry, I'll shut up. Yeah, and I stealthed up. That'd be really frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Doran starts ringing a cowbell. (laughs) He gets out his air horn. (laughs) Tambourine every step. How far away is the woman? The little girl? Yeah. She's about... Um, 40 feet away from you. I'm going to cast fairy fire on her. Okay. Because my reasoning is I think it's probably an illusion. Mm. And that fairy fire only works on a creature. So if it doesn't work, and that's the simplest way my dumb red brain can be like, how do I find out this is an illusion? It's good thinking. Yeah. That is good thinking. 
you Thank cast you. fairy fire on this girl, and she fails to illuminate. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Hmm. So Red looks around for like where the illusion might be being cast from. Hmm. I mean, did you want to roll Arcana? Sure. In worst case, I can always slink back to Jack. Ooh, yeah, no. That's going to be a eight. Yeah, you don't know enough about what this is mm. to be able to figure out how to find out whoever's cool. making it. Fair. So I'll slink back to Jack. <sighs> that is not real. I tried casting fairy fire on it, and it didn't outline. It's not a creature. Huh. Uh, any idea what it could be? And I describe it. I mean, there's there's all kinds of illusions of, of varying power with ability to move and have sound and be really fabulous. I think we saw one just the other day in a in that um uh, at Perone as well, you know. Mm. So it's not a little girl. Mm-mm. I'll do my primeval awareness and I'll see can I find There is a humanoid within 200 feet of you and they are slowly moving away. Come on, this way. And I'll cast pass without trace on all of us. Okay. And start leading them toward the direction of the person moving away. Sounds good. But I want to try to head them off at the pass. You know, like if I'm if I'm tracking, if I can feel them, I want to try to like swoop around and um, flank them. Sure. So one thing Doran is doing as we're moving along, he's keeping a really keen eye open for traps. Mm-hmm. You know, this this uh, oil fire trap and the, the uh, net trap that the guy was caught in. So yep. Doran's just keeping a really keen eye out for, for anything that looks kind of out of the ordinary. Okay. Yeah. Doran is keeping his eyes peeled. No one worry about looking for traps. Doran's got it covered. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll look for traps. <laughs> and then Red turns to Jack. You might want to learn look for some traps while you're looking about. What's that I like voice? Your Red's ver- that was my <laughs> voice. Harlan <laughs> keeps doing um, Doran as I figure I'll do Red. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to roll f- for stealth because of the pass without trace and because of the perception check that I rolled to contest that because it is ridiculously low. You swing around to the side of where you think the trajectory of this creature is headed and stealthily through a pool of moonlight, through the undergrowth of this great old forest, you see a figure clothed in a dark cloak. I am going to cast Hunter's Mark on him. I like that. Good job, Harlan. This is so funny because Hunter's Mark is a spell I've used so many times. But it does more than just damage. Like, I always use it to add an extra D6 damage. But it also does exactly this. It makes it really easy to track uh, them, like it is it, Do you have to roll still? I have, or? I have advantage on perception and survival to find it now. Nice. So if it ever goes out of sight, it, I, like, no matter how far, you know? And I can keep concentration on it for an hour. Actually, at a higher level, it can be 24 hours, so. Great job. Cool. Really great job. You do. You cast Hunter's Mark on this creature. What happens next? Do they know that they have Hunter's Mark cast upon them? No. It's like a red dot. <laughs> yeah, red dot. On the <laughs> uh, they keep moving. It's like everywhere they look. <gasps> As we're crouched here watching, I kind of have an idea, and I turn to Jack, and I sort of mouth the words like, should we try to trick him? I mean, we could. To what end? I don't know. Maybe if this guy is really that good, 
or if he is really a jerk? Is there a play here where maybe we earn his respect by, you know, dropping him down a peg? I don't know. We got spells and shit. It just kind of could be fun, honestly. <laughs> oh, I could, I could make him think I'm a female dwarf. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Doran. Just drink your wine. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the cross-dressing, Doran. <laughs> He's like first to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, do you want me to pull out the dress? I have it ready. <laughs> you can borrow my wig. I just hemmed it. <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. What if we just send an adorable puppy up to him and see what he does? What if, like, Kieran just bounds up to him? I was thinking that sending something, but the problem is Kieran is pretty damn out of place. But Screven or Steven, I can still change to anything. I know I make him look like a goat, but I could make him look like any woodland creature. Like a lizard. <sighs> we could... I could polymorph any of you to look like any woodland creature. No, thank you. I'm, I'm all done with my polymorphs. Right, but then we'd be... St- Stuck as a woodland creature, right? I, I I like the idea, but I think a golden retriever and a hat might might tip our hand yeah, no, in, in I, regards to... <laughs> I, I wanted to mention this earlier. I kind of picture Kieran wearing one of those hats that Peter Pan wears, you know? Oh, that's... Sure. That's, that sounds hat. like a very summery look. Yeah, I was... Wait, a what Peter were you Pan thinking? Hat. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'd always pictured the, the hat with the flaps, but... Oh yeah, flat yeah. T- Tadorian hat or t- Sherlock? Holmes? I didn't really picture anything to be honest on the dog. Yes, I, I think it's been described as having yeah. flaps. Although it's blue, look, the, look up Alpine hat. <laughs> my, my favorite fan art has Kieran in a beret, and that's also pretty good. Everyone, take a second. I know you're listening to this podcast yeah. right now. Stop your car. Get out. Yes. Look up start, Alpine hat on your phone. Start googling golden retriever in Alpine hat. Anyway, the best trick you can pull on him is make him think you're you're Balgor and have him spill all the secrets of the cult, right? If if Balgor's story was true and we kind of think he wasn't lying to us, you know, this, the one thing this guy can't do is tell you everything you already know. He's got to get him to say that. Then you've got him. Great point. Well, and and even to that, then neither of them win. If we come in and trick both of them, we can join the Order of Rawl. No, but but maybe we can show that this ancient ritual that kind of both of them seem no longer interested in is no longer appropriate and red just morphs in front of them towards the fur bog during this will be fun pass that wine over here let's watch mm. oh, here oh, yeah oh my God. jack now it's a down. fucking party <laughs> i didn't realize uh the fur bog came with us where, where did red go <laughs> jesus fucking christ <laughs> and red walks out of the underbrush <laughs> red you walk out of the underbrush yeah, and Doran passes the wine over. I, I honestly don't know what I'm doing anymore. This is a lot more difficult than I thought. And the hooded figure snaps up and turns to you and pulls their the hood back from their cloak and reveals a red-faced tiefling. Thynelius, you presume. Very good. Here, here. And Doran passes the wine skin over to jack it's like watching it's like watching a show it's a pretty great costume i I gotta admit yeah i'd be fooled what do you think kraloth i think that i've drank half this bottle of wine and i don't feel a thing oh (laughs) i don't look here he's got him he's tricking him thynelius i you know i i've been struggling and i'm i'm wondering how are you so good at all this stuff you you just always seem to be so naturally talented. Baljor, you can just give up if you want. 
You know that, right? But you know I can't. You know... Look, Thanalius, now that we're out here in the middle of the woods, alone, I have to tell you something. I feel pretty lonely. Mm. A lot of the reason why I felt like doing this was because of the pressures of my family, and and honestly, because... Because I wanted to make more friends, and I always wished that you and I would be a little bit better together, a little bit less competitive, a little bit more friendly. <laughs> Roll deception. I'm going to use my advantage. Oh, nice. good idea. Because I don't want to fuck this. This sounds fun. That would be a natural 20. Whoa! Whoa! Nicely On done. On the die nice. that I had in my little inspiration thing. Oh, thanks, Merlin. Perfect. Merlin sent us some lovely merch. Yeah, excellent. Thynelius snorts. <laughs> You've told us the same thing. Day after day, year after year. It doesn't give me any pleasure to deny you your place in the apprenticeship. It's it's for the best. But Thynelius, there's, there's no one around here that you need to prove that you're tough or good to. It's, it's just you and me. I was hoping that... No, you don't understand. I'm proving it to myself. I belong in this order. You know that. Not just because I'm the deacon's favorite, but because I've been working harder than anyone else. Now, you know we're not supposed to be communicating directly. Not sure what kind of trickery you're finally trying to pull, perhaps. But I suggest you leave. You'll see evidence of me, and that should be enough for you. You really have no intention... Of giving me any shot in this, do you? If I did, I wouldn't belong. Well, then, my friend, I have, have to, to say, say that you've been duped. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like at, at that and moment, we kind like of all jump up. It's like a hidden camera show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, yeah. we all jump and up. And as we're like Red says that, the facade mm-hmm. melts off him. The fur changes from blue to orange. and uh, Instinctively, Thynelius reaches to his belt, pulls a knife, and throws it at you, Red. I dodge it. You're going to try. Uh, yeah, that's only a 12 to hit, so. Yeah. Can I try to catch a knife? It's kind of impossible, right? It's kind of sick, though. You can, can roll. It. You can roll a dexterity check we'll try and see. It just for fuck. I mean, let's say, let's say with a an eighteen or higher, you can do it. Sure, let's do it just for argument's sake. Just a straight up and down dexterity check. That would be a twenty-five. Whoa! Nice. <laughs> yeah, you catch the knife. I, I, he throws it at my shoulder, uh, and I grab it mid-air. <gasps> Whoa! And just hold it. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got tricked fair and square. And I just dropped the knife by my feet. Doran, you charge in. <laughs> I, like, I tackle him to the ground in sort of like <clears throat> this overly uh, aggressive tackle. It's surprising actually <laughs> how um, finely boned this creature is. He's kind of a smaller dude. Yeah. So it's not like you're of a size or anything, but he's easy to remove from his feet and drive down to the snow under your weight. You kill him. <laughs> oh no, no. no this becomes really dark all of a sudden damage. you guys have to bury the dis- body we gotta dismember the body oh, and like, no. Bury- oh no you got tricked fair and square my friend yeah tricked isn't that part of the challenge out here yeah challenge come on he's writhing thanks, around thanks Doran <laughs> he's writhing around underneath Doran like this isn't let me up let me up and Doran does he gets up and dusts himself off look your furbog friend. I can pay you. 
uh, just just let me go and uh, well, speak of this to no one. What, what do you mean, speak of this to no one? You lost. You got tricked. Uh, and how are you the arbiters of this? Wait, wait, who are you? Why does the order mean so much to you? I gotta understand. You said your whole life has been dedicated to this. Why do you care so much? You have no right to any of this information. Really? Because the option here is we tell your order that you got duped, which means you lose your place, or you can tell us, and maybe we can consider your story being worthwhile to not reveal. He struggles to his feet. Can you imagine, like, thinking of yourself as the deacon's favorite? Like, what a kind of person just walks around knowing mm. bald face. No, I'm the yeah. deacon's favorite, though, and, like, knows it. Man, humility. Yeah. And Jack's saying that, so... I'm not... Interested in being judged by any of you. Your opinions of me have so little bearing on my reality Mm. that you may as well be insects. Normally, normally that would be true. But we're really trying to find a safe place to camp for the night. And it just happened to be in the middle of your tricksy turvy little game. And it's, you know, a whole, a whole thing. So we're not here for it. You just, you, you might as well entertain us. Humorous. And uh, call us what you may, but... And Kraloth steps up to him. Mm-hmm. You set me on fire. You know how that feels? Ah, I do apologize for your injuries, mm. sir. He's sizing you up. But some of... Some of what you find in the forest was not set by me. Hmm. You apologized. Did you not set the fire trap? I am beyond powerful. And I will see to it that you and your friends pay for any trouble that you give me and any, <laughs> any impediment you put in my way between myself and attaining How old the goal are you? of it. Uh, 18, 16? What do you think? 30. Dor- Doran kind of stands up. He's like, are you trying to intimidate us and threaten us? Yeah, he's like a teenager. Look. You're not intimidating, man. I'm 30. And like, I feel like we're just like paying him no mind. Like, mm. the biggest insult would be for you to think that you even made the lick of difference against us today. We got wine and it's a full moon. We're fine. Hey, <laughs> I'm 30. Yeah. I'm for sure 30. I believe you. And, look, and, uh, and a novice. Look, if you work hard and you deserve the spot, I don't think anyone here is necessarily against the idea of somebody who's you know, done the work. And part of me sympathizes with you. It seems like you are a a learned student. You also seem like kind of an asshole. So really, we're at this place where do we help the more humble person who's a little bit worse at this, or do we help the person who's obviously more practiced, but a prick? Are you saying that you're going to help Baljor? Baljor can help himself. He's a talented guy, I think. Have you met him? You took his appearance. Oh, did I? Is that what I did? Oh, yeah, when I tricked you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> we also tricked Baljor earlier in the woods. Tell me about it. It was pretty easy. No, you tell us why you think he doesn't deserve to be part of the Order first. Baljor is soft, trusting, and unworthy of the title. Oh, so you think because you're deceitful and sharp and hard... You belong to this order. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, you're just the worst kind of kid. Mm. You're like edgy. You're in that stage. But I'm the best. At what? The deacon's favorite, didn't you hear? Look, 
at the end of the day, what you're telling us here is that this order is either going to have one more person in it like you or one more person like the Furbolg. And I got to say right now, I'd much rather have him in something than you. And what you're telling me is that as four random travelers through the woods, you saw fit to intervene in a holy rite that has nothing to do with you. Well, it did have to do with us because it made the space we were trying to camp pretty questionable. And that's random chance. I mean, you can't you can't control for that. It's like whether sometimes adventurers wander in and fuck up your shit. Yeah, or step into a trap, you know, like we did. Yeah, maybe you fell into our trap. We we're we're a trap Lyra set for you. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the tiefling puts his hood back up to cover his horns, and he starts stepping back into the darkness in a totally douchey way like he expects mm-hmm. the shadows to like cover him or whatever he's like swooshing his cloak a little bit and he's like may your steps be haunted by everything in this wood that is set I'd love to mold earth behind him so he trips over and yeah you do just uh, just a flick a flick of the it. wrist and the stones jump up behind him where he doesn't expect it he catches the pothole that you've dug for him with a heel and with a sharp scream he falls backwards thrashes for just a minute inside the folds of his cloak and then stands back up really quickly we'll be careful you watch your step be gone pass that wine back here here you guys get back to your camp clearing you know you head three miles south back to the clearing where you've left your new best friend right baljor Baljor. Hey, Baljor, head back to your order. We tricked the tiefling, and uh, I think you can claim that is one on you. Wait, what do you mean? What happened? Tell me everything. Well, I appeared as you using the disguise spell and tricked him. Then we confronted him about why he's so mean, and frankly, he just kind of said stuff that didn't really give him any sort of he just he's kind of just a jerk yeah that's what i was telling you guys i said he's he's like totally a jerk yeah. it kind of right? just got worse and worse he called us insects which i don't even know if that's an insult i mean slugs are pretty cool too. they're not cool and we don't talk about slugs anymore you know Whoa. i've battled some pretty evil people that have more respect than that guy does listen i don't want to be ungrateful at all because i do appreciate what you did for me and I hope you didn't get into any trouble going through the tricks and traps and stuff in the woods. Ah, he threw a knife at me but I literally caught it. That's sick. <laughs> it was fucking badass. Yeah. But listen, I don't I don't know if the order is going to be okay with me rejoining just given that you guys have interfered and stuff and yep. maybe that's for the best. What do you mean interfered? Just this whole... This whole rite has been so messed up. We sort of bungled it. No, no, it's not your fault. I I called to you from the tree. If I wanted to to keep it pristine, I would have just I would have figured out. If it's anyone's out. fault, it's Krayloth's because he cuts you down. Uh. <laughs> I can tell you this much: I didn't do nearly anything. <laughs> I I don't have to sleep in the, the hut. I know that that makes you probably pretty uncomfortable, but uh Are you saying you're going to leave the order? Yeah, I think so. Well, then I think this is the best solution because your friend there doesn't get to join. But I think you should go back, tell them that you successfully tricked four hapless travelers, the Nightstone 4, 
into doing your bidding, into tricking him, and take full credit for that in any way you want. And then leave the order on your own accord. That way he doesn't get in, and you also get to leave with your head held high. That's a that's cool, real smart, actually. That's Red. a cool <laughs> guy move, too. Yeah, of course. Can I get a written attestation that I totally tricked you guys? Sure. Doran like pulls out uh, his notebook and he like he tricked us and he likes it's all like spelt improperly. <laughs> Just as he tricked us. <laughs> and then this this is perfect. You have no idea. This is they're gonna think I'm cool and then I'm gonna leave. And uh, t- you know what? Last night when I was hanging in the tree, crying softly to myself, I thought. I thought, Baljor, you really bungled it this time. Worse than the other times, really. Uh, but this is this is going to make me feel feel great. You know, if you ever make it to Waterdeep, you should stop by the Copper Cup. Just tell him Jack sent you, and, and your couple of rounds will be on me, I promise. Yeah, and tell him Red also sent you. And Doran and Kraloth, too. No, not me. <laughs> once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, K.R., Kelly McLeisot, Creature, Michelle Conn, Melanie Shen, Maggie Breeze, Stephen Lovett, Brian Blass, Lars, Gray, Bryn Marie, Daniel, Tara, Doug Churchman, Mari Kaniski, and Michael and Brianna Weber. See you soon! Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.